Hello and welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast. Justin Bedford alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, buddy? I am well. How are you? Doing all right. All right. I have a bit of bronchitis right now. So there might be a little bit of coughing. You can probably tell my voice is a little different on this episode, but we're going to try to battle through it to push out the content because we didn't post last week. Um, but yeah, other than that, things are good. Um, lots to talk about, obviously, the not having an episode last week. Panthers, uh, they've been doing well lately. They've, been, they've gotten themselves, I think, back into the mix for a playoff spot. I think so, too. I think you definitely, you, you don't count them out, and you can't. Um, like, they're, it's not going to lie. Times aren't easy, either. Times are relatively tough. Yeah. Like the goaltending situation is not obvious. Well, yeah, yeah, we should we should definitely address the goaltending. Um, obviously Sergei Bobrovsky hurt, Spencer Knight hurt, Alex Leon in net, the journeyman, the pretty much career AHLer, um, and they just keep throwing him in the net. But you want to know what? Like, it's not. It's definitely not his first time in this situation. Because was it with Philly that he had this same type of? Like NHL exposure, yeah, he got a few games in Philly. Like he hasn't. I'll, I'll like, I, I I remember hearing about him from Philly. I I remember him from Philly. I think I honestly though, I mostly remember him from like playing like NHL video games. Fair enough. Like he played, yeah, he's played like over like a few from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty one. He appeared in like twenty games. And then, oh, he played two with the Hurricanes last year. Yeah, like he had that stretch in 17-18 where he played 11 with yeah. uh, with the Flyers. And I think that's kind of, yeah, he posted a 275 and a 905, which, I mean, let's face <laughs> it, for a goalie just coming in is not bad at all. But he's for the most AHLer. part, he's been, he's been an AHLer with just, like, it's been pretty consistent every year he gets called up and he, he very much seems to be the number three designated number three on most teams. He's, he's been on. Yeah. He is just, or he's been guy. under contract, I guess. Um, and he's always managed to get into a couple games every year. Uh, but I mean, definitely, definitely an interesting situation that he's in this year. It, it definitely is like, Obviously, no one expected him to be, you know, starting games for the Florida Panthers this season. But just with the way the injuries have gone, I am surprised with how many games he's he's started. Just like I know, like they, they called up Matt Gusta for a bit, sent him down, called him back up. Um, I personally, I would love to see Matt Gusta get a game, but they seem really hesitant to do that. 
Yeah, and I, I'm not I'm not against um playing Lyon. Like the the only thing is that his numbers have not been great. It's it's and it's like But it's hard to say it's hard to say if that's because of it's Alex Lyon or it's just the Panthers this year. Well what it is is I've actually I've been, I've had the opportunity to be able to watch most of these Panthers games where he's been in net. And what it is to me is he makes a lot of really good saves, right? Saves that, you know, can help a team win games, but then he again lets in the goals where you'd kind of want him to save it. Um, a couple goals late in games. Um, where the Panthers have, you know, unfortunately dropped some points. Um, because of that, like I don't think he's hurt the team. He hasn't been unbelievable. But he's given them a chance to win, especially in the yesterday's game versus Boston. He was unbelievable. Yeah, they... maybe we can talk about that because, like, I, I don't know. For for a second there, mm-hmm. watching, it was like, kind of felt like I was watching the comeback Cats again. It it did feel like, it felt like last year. For, exactly. For... Like, th- those vibes were very much present. And then Reinhardt finishing it so early in the... <laughs> yeah, to get the, the late uh... goal, unbelievable. In, in overtime, um, you know, it it felt pretty good. And that was undoubtedly the number one team in the NHL they were playing. Yeah, and not just playing, playing on a back-to-back. You know, and they had in mind, the night before. Keep in mind, this is the first time that the uh, Bruins have lost two games in a row this season. And the first team to beat them twice this season. So the vibes were there, and, and you know, I think Lyon played well. I everything considered, he, he I don't think he was tested in overtime at all. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it was ended over. so fast, right? Um, yeah. I, I'd have to rewatch that game tying goal. I can't remember if it was if it was warranted or not, but. Anytime you you kind of you have a, a goalie limit damages against Boston, it doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it seems to me it seems like it it would be the type of game that you could look at, you know, and you see how the next couple of weeks go, and obviously there is the break coming up, um, and they they don't play again until uh, next Monday, but could it be? the type of win that kind of changes the Florida Panthers season in terms of how the team feels, maybe give them a little bit of momentum to try to make more of a push here. Like this is an, I don't, I don't know what the effect, I, I don't know. We'd have to to go back and maybe just look into this is what, what effect hosting the all-star game has on teams historically. Um, if, if any, like, I don't I don't know, but no it, it, it's it's going to be really interesting to see how like teams if teams are able to carry momentum because they do go off for a week and a half or so. Yeah. Or um, so to be interesting to see how, how teams are going to be able to carry momentum through the all star week um, into this. I, I wouldn't call it a final push. I think you you have a push right after the All Star game, until the trade deadline. Yeah, and then, and then you kind of 
after the deadline is really when the final push occurs. Yeah, like it's almost a little bit unfortunate. Like it's, but, a, I think, a big win, but you get it at a bad time where it's like, yeah. It, but you're also in a position where, like, the the Panthers, when you look at the standings, they can't really afford to take their pedal off, uh, their foot off the gas. Yeah, right. It, we like, almost they kind nice of have to, like, to have have games like coming up right now to yeah, keep the they momentum. Kinda, they you kind don't of have lose to it. exactly. They they have to push and. It's it's tough when when you're when you do something good and now you're just kind of sitting around waiting and you're just kind of forgetting that feeling more and more. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, though, it also gives guys time to get healthy. Exactly. You know, it's a week where Bobrovsky can get, you know, closer to coming back. Spencer Knight will probably be back by then. Anthony Declare is getting really, really close. That that's who I was going to bring up. And Paul Maurice talked about it early this week that he, he was still tracking for host All Star mm-hmm. game. Is I mean, that's a that's potentially a top six forward that has not played at all this season. Mm-hmm. That's completely fresh. Yeah. It's now, a big... fresh will be rusty because he has not played for an entire season. Um, but it can't hurt. No, I, I think at the end of the day, like he may like Anthony Declare makes that team better, right? And gives them forward depth that they just don't have right now with some of the players that are in the lineup. So exactly. And and adding a body up for, uh, at the top of the order like that means that you get to take one out from the bottom. Which is which is no like with, with the Panthers depth, it's like it's not the worst thing to happen. Exactly, right? It can only improve the team. Although, I I was watching Mark Stahl. He could still skate. Uh, Eric Stahl. I was going to say, take that back when you said Mark Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl cannot skate. Eric Stahl is like surprisingly still skating. I was like, holy moly, dude. Yeah. No, like like Eric Stahl has been, as much as we ripped on him earlier in the year, he's been better at the last like month or so. So it feels, and and he didn't have the, and he's coming back from an injury too. Yeah. But uh Mark Stahl, I don't even want to talk about Mark Stahl ever. No. Um I don't think though from the Boston game yesterday. Uh before Posternock's go ahead goal with like fifty seconds left. Aaron Eckblatt has a chance breaking through the Boston zone. Looks like he gets like hooked like quite a bit. No call. Um I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but you just, have a theory. You have a theory. I have a theory that the panda and I was gonna I was gonna try to find some numbers to see if I could back it up. Um, but then I just didn't have time. It seems like the Panthers have been getting less favorable officiating since Paul Maurice is fine. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's something they noticed. Like I I definitely don't think referees are currently inclined. No, I don't. I don't think it power plays. Yeah. No, exactly. Think... Exactly. Right. Like it. It definitely. Yeah, has not helped. Uh, the Panthers officiating wise, because I I don't know. To me, it seems like they are not getting the calls, and that to me, well, that one seemed like pretty obvious. There was another one earlier in the period too, where I was like, that's probably a penalty. Yeah. Right. And like, and I was like, I was, when it happened, I was like furious. I was like, they don't call that Boston scores. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, there, there's two points. Like, 
there's two points gone because they don't they decide not to call that. But then Alexander Barkov says, "Never mind." Mm-hmm. Um, and so then at the end of the day, I was like, "Ah, you know, whatever." Yeah, it's whatever. But still, to me, it seems because I was watching the Pittsburgh game too, and I know like some of them were like pretty obvious like calls against the Panthers, but like I swear the the Penguins had like five straight power plays at the end of the game. Yeah, like it's tough. Like sometimes that's just the way it is, and like you have bad games, but sometimes it's like, hmm. It's a uh, right, like, no, about that. What, like, I, I just I don't know where the game management went out the window, you know. Like, I, I, I was told refs like to game manage, you know, they like to even up the calls, even make up. it fair for everyone, yeah, make it fair. What is this? I, I don't know. Like, am I wrong? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay, well, the LA game, they allowed two shorthanded goals, so we're just going to not even pay attention to that. Yeah, that was... Not great. Not great. Anytime you give up one shorthanded goal in a game, it's not good, let alone two. Yeah, I mean, they got got smoked. Yeah, and it was one of those ones, too. Like, I think Alexander Barkov was the turnover on one of them, where, I don't know, you'd like your captain to maybe not make that play. Yeah, like, come on, guys. Like, we're on the power play. Come on. Yeah, like, I, I, like, I don't know. Like, and the power, like, it's tough because the power play's been good. They've been scoring, you know, lots of goals lately, which has been very helpful. At the same time, you would maybe like them to not allow the shorthanded goals. Exactly, and that, that like, I. I I've always thought that a shorthanded goal is kind of like a kind of counts as two, right? Like, because you get scored on, you're on the power play, so mentally you are very, you're not even thinking about getting scored on. You're solely focused on scoring against the other team, and then they come, then usually it's an on man rush, and they come back and they, they score. It's like, it's like, oh, like, like fuck, like that, like that power play, like that just kind of fucking ruined our power play. That ruined our our energy on the power play. It is, it and is a like killer. You have that, mo- you have that momentum kill. But at the same time, it's like not only did they kill the momentum, they also added a goal on the, the scoreboard. Yeah. All right. Like, I'm, looking, uh, I'm still looking up the penalty thing right now. Five okay, of the okay. five of the last five of the last six against Pittsburgh were against Florida. And the last three versus Boston were against Florida. <laughs> Where's the makeup call? I, I'm not I'm not saying that something's off, but I don't know. That seems a little curious. I blame Paul Maurice. Paul I... Maurice should have just lied and said they're all lovely fellas doing their best. Like Yeah, I I don't think I don't think you can blame Paul Maurice, but at the same time, like, had he not said it, I think we could definitely be in a different situation. I would actually like to compare it to Toronto too, because Toronto Sheldon Keith also got a penalty. In St. Louis, after yeah, they got double fined for that game because they traveled too early, and then Sheldon Keith like lost it. Well, yeah, and, like, I see a lot of people saying the Leafs are, like, you know, huge cheaters for that. And, like, 
I'm not going to say it, but I'm not going to not say it. Listen, I'm just saying that there's a rule and that yeah, they broke the it. Yeah. And I mean, depends how you define cheating, <laughs> but typically cheating is breaking the rules. I... For me, it's one of those ones where like, would I like to see the loss of a draft pick involved? Like, because, like, you have to imagine that, and we're getting off topic, but um, you have to imagine that, like, if you're Toronto in that situation, if you're any team in that situation that, you know, the weather's bad and you just you want to get there early, they must have known what the fine was going to be. They must have looked oh, yeah. at they, it they, said, they, just it. they were like, well, they, they, the they were like, okay, if, if we do, if we leave at this time, we're going to have to pay the league 100K. It's going to be worth it. Fuck it. Yeah, I'd be nice to just have that kind of money to like. Spend. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Where it's just like a hundred grand, like that's not whatever. Maybe this new sponsor can help. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, new sponsor. Perfect. Sweet segue into the ad read. Oh, I totally pushed it. <laughs> I was like not paying attention there for a sec. We have a new sponsor for this uh, week's episode of the podcast uh, brought to you by Raycon. Uh, this time of year, everyone's obviously talking about making big changes which is all good but most of the time pretty unrealistic uh obviously my new year's resolutions out the window already um but i have found that the smallest changes to your routine can often make the biggest impact in the same way you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day like my raycon's headphones Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Uh, for me, I use them uh, when I'm editing the podcast. I use them uh, when I'm doing workouts or training for soccer, which is not often lately because I've been sick, um, but hopefully we'll get back to it. Um, whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency uh, gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party. Raycon has got you covered, um, and they are half the price of most premium audio brands. Uh, yep, half the price. And you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other uh, competing uh, companies out there. Um even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon also wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Um, lots of really great products. So head over there, uh, check them out. And if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, uh, go buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Oh my goodness. I was really struggling there. I was gonna I had to cough so badly. I'm so sick. My apologies to everyone listening. Oh, it's I'm... all good. I, I really appreciate like just in this economy, you can't like afford to buy nice things sometimes. And it's just nice when you know a brand like that is just kind of affordable for a change. So that's yeah, and like I, I know we have those ones, but like legitimately, I do love them. They are really good headphones. Cannot recommend them enough. Um, and I'm sure all of the other products that I don't have are excellent as well. 
Um, but yeah, we'll get into the uh, the second half uh, of the episode here, uh, where we have a few things we want to talk about. Uh, number one, the NHL All Star Game. Uh, are you a big All Star fan, Noah? I am not, but but I don't know if you want me to talk about this now or later. But I think they actually nailed the jerseys for once. Oh, you know, actually, I totally, we have to talk about the jerseys. I think they're sick. Big fan. How ass, how, like, in the last five years, they've been the, like, ugliest things ever. And then all it took was a trip to South Florida. Well, that's where the vibes are, right? Like, like the, the colors are great. The Eastern Conference one is nice, but the Western Conference one, the white one, Oh my god, dude! It's so nice. They got the Miami Vice feel too. Yeah, they got like the old, the classic All Star blocking on the jersey. Really excellent stuff. Um, I'm trying to. You know what the worst ones for me? The All Star jerseys when they had it in uh, San Jose. Was that the black? Was was just the gray (laughs) stripes every every so often? Like like like, who comes up with this stuff? I don't know. If I remember correctly, the San Jose theme was like recycling, right? Yeah, they were like made with plastic bottles. Cool. Yeah, like, but make it fun. Make it fun. Make it look good at least. Like <laughs> it, that's what it just. It, it doesn't seem so difficult, and the proof is that they were actually able to figure it out this year. Um, like, I'm not a big All Star guy. Just I I don't I don't like it, especially ever since they, I, I don't know the competitions are just. Too gimmicky, gimmicky for me now. I remember watching, and I still watch it. Like it's, what else am I gonna do? They have no NHL on. Like, but the <laughs> like I remember watching it when it was in St. Louis, and you remember that uh that platform platform in the stands where they were shooting onto the ice. Yeah, they're like yeah, riff. Yeah, I remember thinking like, okay, like I. I don't know. I don't know what the point of this is. I don't know why they're doing this. Like, I just, this is barely hockey. Like, I, I, I did not enjoy it just because I found it very gimmicky in that sense. Yeah. It's one of those ones, like, obviously, like, we're not really the target audience. It's more for no. younger fans, right? Yeah. And I think having it in Florida is, it's great for, for the team, but also for the community, right? It's a fun event. Like, I think I've never been to the All Star game personally. So if I, like, if I yeah, like if I being had a there chance, actually is probably a lot of fun. I think if I had a chance to go, like it would definitely be something I'd be interested in. I would enjoy. It's just the the viewing experience on TV for me is just not. It's not there. Yeah, like it. Yeah, I'm like I, I get what you're saying. For me personally, I love it because it's like so bad it's almost good. You know, I like. I wish they were just like a little more. I wish they brought maybe a, a few more players and made different categories. Like I would love to see like like them really take it out of the box. I l- liked when they did the draft all those all those years ago. The draft was fun. The draft was fun. I would love to see a like a rookie team, a veteran team, like something like that where like you you bring in like other other guys that wouldn't necessarily like be part of the all-star game but would 100 deserve to be there yeah I think, like i, I, I think, think there's a lot you cool. could do with the event yeah to, to make it a little more 
cool. Are they still doing the three on three like tournament this year? Oh, they, I think they still are. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I like I actually, I like the skills events because it's like they're always like very cringy. Because like, yeah, either the idea is really bad or the execution is really bad, and I always just love that. Because I yeah, think that's it's, the it's other thing. Like too. we've seen like execution <laughs> flaws a few times. <laughs> In St. Louis, who was it? Brady Kachuk that started shooting when he wasn't supposed to. Like, there's the one where it was like, maybe it was Matthew Kachuk. Actually, I just remember the the two Kachuk Kachuks and then Keith being there. Yeah, like I I like to actually the St. Louis one was good because Brett Hall was there. Hilarious, right? Like hilarious. It was also the one where they had a St. Louis. I think it was a Green Day is the musical act, and they dropped like. Five F bombs. So many F bombs. It was so inappropriate. Yeah. So like I love that. Cause like that's not what they were going for. Like, that's, yeah. So yeah. I, lo- I love it when like stuff like that happens, right? Yeah. Like all- when things don't work. Exactly. Or, right. Or when they're just kind of like they have like the presenter there and they're like introducing an event and they're there with the players. They're just like so awkward with the players. It's so awkward. But yeah, it's like just like really, really I, cr- cringy. I, I and do I love all- that. I do always enjoy how the players always bring their kids, though. Like that's, I that's something I I enjoy watching. It's so cute. Yeah, like, you you like that, it's, that's it's that, a very laid I, like, back event. Exactly. I it's fun to see the players laid back. It's just, yeah, no, like I can't imagine. You know, we're watching this and we're seeing like, what the heck are they doing? They must be there thinking, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, or like I'm not. I'm not uh, like All Star Game is not something I have marked on my calendar that I'm. I'm super excited for. Yeah, I'm never like like, super excited for it, but I'll watch it because like I know something's gonna happen where I'm like, this is like ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's just it's tough to get into an event that just doesn't mean anything or like like it does mean something. Like it means something to a certain extent where like the winning team gets to donate X amount to a charity, which is nice. But it's the players' charity. Like it's not like I. I feel like the fan that's watching from home has no involvement whatsoever. No, it, it's true. It like, really is more like a you have at to least, be there type thing. At least, and I think this changed. But at least when when the MLB did it, it was like the winner of the game, and, got and home I get field it's advantage. Little, got home field advantage for the World Series. Like that's like. I would love to see, like, wouldn't that be cool? The winning yeah, conference gets home. Yeah, the home game would be so different. The though. guys final. would just be like trying to take off each other's heads. I'd watch that one hundred percent. Oh yeah, my teams would be like furious if like one of your players got injured in a roughly meaningless game. Oh, I, I, I well, it's it wouldn't be meaningless. Yeah, but like realistically, if, but it, you're, I, if you're your star player and you're like probably not making the playoffs. But like base, but but so baseball is different in that sense, where like you can kind no of one's always, get hurt. you can exactly, you can go full tilt. Yeah, it, I think it works there. I don't think it would work in hockey. Which is why I think it might be interesting. The NFL, the NFL is a very high contact sport. So what do they do? They have it in between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. What if, like, the All-Star game in the NHL, like, and I, I get that it's part of the reason of having it during the season is to have a break. Yeah. But, like, 
maybe that would be different. Uh, actually, I just thought of that. The world championships happen after yeah. in May, so that wouldn't work. Yeah, I also like. I I hate that they have like they they take one player from every team, unnecessary. I get like you want to involve every franchise. I get why they do it, but like, get out. Like you're not. Like... I I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I like it. I like one player from each team. Okay, actually, no, I'll take it back. I don't mind it, but then they should add more players so you're not missing out on like guys. Because there are some all-star level players that aren't there. I think it could be much more interesting to like. Like, in so we, we were actually off air before this. We were talking about Premier League. Yeah. Just talking about how well that's run and like, like how, how just. Big soccer fans. Yeah. They, they don't have an all-star Ooh. game. No. Right? No, um, but the they new Chelsea team of the owner, week. the new the new Chelsea owner does want an All Stars game, and and I'm sure they do. They they would make a significant amount of money from it. Yeah, but um, I think every other team laughed at them, and they're like, "Get out of here, American!" But they have the the big thing is like team of the week and team of the month, and then team of the year, right? Yeah, they do that. Like the NHL has the three stars of the week, three stars of the month. Yeah. Like three, three. And then they have different categories. They have it for goalies, they have it for rookies. They have it like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I just don't like the, the current format. I. Yeah. It's, it's tough to. It's tough to make it mean something when you. If it means too much, it means players getting injured. Yeah. NHL All-Stars versus KHL All-Stars. That'd be sick. It would be sick, but... Yeah, I'd watch that. Guys would try. Yeah. So, yeah, I... <laughs> come back to the original question. I am not a huge fan of the All-Star game. I just I find it gimmicky, but... Are you, uh, are you happy Alexander Barkov, though, got the... Uh, got to go? I Instead am, of Austin Matthews. I know I'm, I see a lot of people online are like, mm, this player might deserve it more. To which I, I say no. I say no as well. And, and people will be quick to judge and they will say, well, it's because Matthews got injured. And I, I, I don't know. Has he even been that good this year? Arkov is better. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know a lot of these fans were like, Willie should go. And they're like, Oh, he's been so much better than Barkov this year. Looking at him at goals and points, yes. It's like so, well, Barkov's been hurt, and also he's a center, a two-way center, takes the toughest matchups on the team, and like I cannot stress this enough. Like they make these comments, they haven't watched Barkov play. They have not, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Toronto already has Marner going. Yeah, yeah. So give it to the host team. Yeah, well, I know. I know. always have a few more players. Yeah, and as well, yeah, like I know Vegas had a time when they had it. St. Louis, St. Louis had it. Half the team was St. Louis Blues. I think David Perron made it. Yeah, but David Perron's electric, so I get that. That makes sense. Vegas, the one I, I remember from I, Vegas was Alex Petrangelo in the shootout. 
and he won the shootout, but he missed the net on his attempt. That's right. Controversy. That's what the All-Star game brings. It does. Because it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it really is, but I yeah, like all and obviously I'll I'll pay more attention to it this year just because it is in sunrise. But at the end of the day, I just it doesn't the fact that it doesn't mean anything does not lead me to increase interest. Yeah. I just hope they do like a good job of showing off sunrise in Florida. Right. And put on a good event and the players, you know, have fun, no one gets hurt. I always wonder what kind of like fun, like concession food they're bringing that like is just for the All-Star game. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know what else I always think of when, when we bring up the All-Star game? What's that? It's, um, Michael Scarn from The Office. His like fake, Michael Scott's like fake movie where the entire plot Bro. is like, <laughs> all NHL All-Star game. And I'm like, let's joke. That is so funny. I'm, I'm, I'm and they actually... make it out like it's like the biggest event in the world, dude. And it's so funny because like they when when they um the training is fucking is hilarious because he's like training with a broom and he's like sweeping the ice off the ice. Exactly, but the actual like game where he like just jumps on, does his thing, and then leaves. He's like, oh yeah, like. That was the high school state championship. They lost because I went on the ice. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? He just ruined so many kids' like dream. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, just fantastic. So good. But yes, that's a good point that when the All-Star game is talked about, Michael Scarn should be mentioned in the same sentence. But yeah, we'll see. We're... Uh... We'll sign off here because there's NFL football coming on now. Uh, real quick, who are your picks going to the Super Bowl? I can't take the Eagles because <laughs> Giants nation. So 49ers. And then I think the Cincinnati Bengals are making a repeat appearance in the Super Bowl. So All right. 49ers so, versus Bengals. All right. So I can't take the Niners because Seahawks nation. Um, so I'll take the Eagles. <laughs> And then uh, I'll take the Chiefs. Okay, I like it. uh, Why not? Just be different on both. So we'll see. Um, That we will. uh, Yeah, that does it for this one. Thank you so much to everyone tuning in and listening. We appreciate it, as always. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode talking more Panthers hockey. Uh, So it should be a lot of fun. And we'll see you all then. Barkov looking to get a step on Mete. Barkov to the